Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The name of this book is Secret. Okay. Chapter. Wait, wait, wait. 21. So you know how they didn't do a a 13 chapter? Yeah. I watched Hotel Transylvania last night. (gasps) And have you noticed that there's only 13 floors? They have a floor 13? Yeah, and and they live on it. I was just going to say, I wonder if 13 is a penthouse. What's that mean? Do you know that wasn't an accident? They did that on purpose because 13 is a spooky number. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why is it a spooky number? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we should Google why it's a spooky number because you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I love spooky things. You know that. And anytime we do orders for um, mm-hmm. SoCo Lashes, anytime it's a order number 13, I always want to say, happy spooky number with us or happy spooky order number because we always say, like, happy eighth order with us. And I want to say, happy spooky number. And do it. <laughs> I know. But they might not know. They might be like, what is she talking about? And then... Maybe they're not spooky people. Just still do it. Okay, that's true. Okay, ready? Chapter 21, The Treatments. When Cass awoke, it was dawn. She sat bold upright in her bed, furious with herself. A whole night had passed, and she hadn't even begun to search for Benjamin Blake. Hurriedly, she slipped into her damp boots, and she into her damp boots. She had slept in her clothes and headed for the door. She only hoped that she could get a good look around before the whole spa was awake. Then she became aware of the polite but persistent tapping at the window. For a second, she had wildly, she had the wildly hopeful thought that it might be Benjamin himself trying to contact her in secret. But it was only the butler. Owen entered, bowing slightly, carrying a tray that had a tall glass of bright green bubbling liquid. He wished Cass, or rather Miss Skeleton, because remember he stutters, as he continued to call her a g- good m- morning and put the tray down next to the table in front of her. What's that? Cass asked a smoothie. It's an elixir, Miss Mavius brewed one special for each g- guest. I d- don't know why you g- got emerald. Your sisters always g- get p- pink. This time, Cass didn't flinch at the mention of her supposed sisters. Instead, she bussied herself studying the drink. Shiny specks swirled in the bubbles. Is that gold? She asked. Owen nodded. Miss Mavius says gold promotes long life. It never tarnishes. The last thing Cass wanted to do was drink something brewed especially by Miss Mavius, but, but Owen was watching and she took a tentative sip. The elixir had a zingy, zesty, zingy, zippy sort of flavor and it gave her a bit of a head rush. She thought she detected a faint metallic taste, but she wasn't sure it was the gold. At any rate, the elixir didn't seem to be poison. W- would you l- like anything else f- for b- breakfast? Cass shook her head. She didn't want him turning around and interrupting her again. W- well, if you're n- not hungry, it's t- time for your f- first tr- tr- treatment, he said. There's a b- bath robe and a b- bath bathing suit for you in the c- closet. I'll w- wait r- right outside. Oh my god, that would suck to have to stutter, huh? Poor guy. 
Cass groaned inwardly. This was not good at all. How could she investigate if she was if he was waiting outside to her of her door? Besides, she'd been hoping to avoid the treatments altogether, even if they didn't really involve molten gold or monkey blood. She had to think fast. You know what? I changed my mind. Do you have waffles? Owen nodded. Whole grain? Gluten-free? Dairy-free? Or tra traditional? Traditional, I guess. With l lavender honey, n natural tree roots, sugar substitute, or Ver Vermont special reser reserve extra virgin maple syrup. Syrup! And lots of butter, already melted. Cass said to cut him off before he offered any more toppings. And no powdered sugar, not even a little, she added automatically because that's how she always... <sighs> Always ordered her waffles. No p powdered sugar c coming r right up, Miss Skelton. When Owen bowed, he left to go get her breakfast. Cass leaned back on her pillow, wondering whether she should call him back or and add some eggs to her order, or maybe a cup of hot chocolate. Then she remembered she wasn't really eating. Funny how easy it is to get used to having a servant, even for a survivalist. After waiting two minutes, Cass let herself out of the room as quietly as she could. There was nobody in sight. It was an ideal time to search for Benjamin. Where should she start? The other guest rooms? Before she had time to consider, it was Owen was rounding the corner. Ch change your m mind again, Miss Skelton? I was j just coming to see if you w wanted wild strawberries or, or organic organ blue b berries. But if you wanted to skip the waffles and go straight to your treatments, your gold bath is ready. Her gold bath? Owen said it with such nonchalance that it couldn't be possible lethal cauldron of molten gold. Or perhaps, or could it? Perhaps the workers at Midnight Sun were so used to seeing children boil alive that it was completely biased, a, a blasé about it. Are you familiar with the words nonchalant and blasé? They're two of my favorite in a words in a crisis. If you don't know them, I'd advise that you look them up, but make sure you don't appear too anxious when you do. Cass decided the wisest course was to pretend to go along with the butler, then try to escape at the first opportunity. Yeah, I guess. I'm not really hungry after all, she said, trying to sound equally nonchalant. I told you. Look it up. On the way, Owen warned her to respect the privacy of other people's encounters, as the Midnight Sun guests only speak to each other at meals, and Miss Mavia, Miss Mavia, whoa, Miss Mavius's rules. He need not have to warn her because she saw only a few guests and only at a distance. Still, she was close enough to get a general impression, like Doctor L and Miss Mavius. Like all the staff at Midnight Sun, all the guests at the spa were tan, smooth, and perfect-looking. Cass hated them on sight. Oh, no. Oh, one other thing. They all wore gloves, even the man swimming in the lap hole. Hey, Owen, Cass said, doing her best to act blasé. What are the gloves for? Why is everyone wearing them? But Owen didn't wear, didn't hear, or at least he appeared not to. And she didn't have the courage to ask, to ask a second time. <laughs> One mystery cleared up right away. The gold bath was not a bath of molten gold. It was just a mud bath with flecks of gold like Cass had found in her emerald elixir. Have you ever seen fool's gold? The kind that you, that you find shifting around in the sand at a riverbed? The gold and the gold bath look like that. While, you, while we're on this subject, have you ever had a mud bath? You might find it disappointing. 
casted. Cass always imagined the mud bath being smooth and creamy and chocolatey, like a bath by Willy Wonka. But instead, the mud was more like sludge. It was bumpy and scratchy and gloppy and full of tiny things you couldn't identify that once you got inside. The, and once they got inside the places you didn't want, you didn't want them in. Worse, every once in a while, a big burp bubble bubble would float up to the, from the bottom and fill the air with gas. Go gaseous stink <laughs> sorry um, by the time she got out she was so relieved to be done with the mud bath that she almost didn't care that Owen had showed up once again once more preventing her from hunting around for Benjamin he promised that the next few treatments would be less messy and considerably more pleasant each one of them explained he was designing one to stimulate the five senses is that why it's called the sensorium Owen nodded. Miss Mavia says that the goal is to bring the senses back to harmony, harmony with each other. You mean like synesthesia? Cass asked before realizing, giving herself away. After how many kids heard of synesthesia? Owen looked surprised. Yeah, that's right. He, let, he led her into a large airy room with domed ceiling of cut glass through the light which refracted which light refracted in an ever-changing pattern of rainbows. Cass remembered, Cass remembering her mother's guidebook, thought that she recognized the room in the solitarium. She didn't ask this time, however, not wanting to attract more suspicion that she already, than she already had. Instead, she obediently lay face down on the padded table, sticking her nose through a hole apparently designed for this purpose. Above, she could feel the warm sunlight streaming through the glass, although she wasn't sure whether she was feeling the real sun or the midnight sun, or both. At a faint breeze, ruffles along the gauzy silk banners had, had been hung from the ceiling to provide privacy. She felt almost as if she were outside, yet nowhere on earth. A team of nearly a dozen women in white flocked silently around her, sailing in and out, disappearing behind silk banners, only to reappear seconds later holding new crystals and new chimes and oils, and they trapezed themselves in the room, releasing scents. Cass, who had practiced the symphony of smells, identified pine, orange blossom, lavender, and even shiitake mushrooms. They circled, making eerie sounds with small gongs, tuning forks. Someone called the sound vibration, acupuncture without needles. And indeed, Cass felt a prickling on her skin, but she wasn't sure whether it was the vibrations, her own anxiety that caused it. After scent and sound came touch, every uh, eyes closed, Cass became aware of her sensations at all ends of her body. They scratched her scalp and they scratched the bottom of her feet. They dug their palms and they they dug into her palms and pulled on her fingers. They massaged her temples and patted her cheeks. They tugged her earlobes and they wiggled her nose. They spiraled their arms, her arms and shook out her legs. They rotated her ankles and cracked her toe knuckles. They pushed and prodded and rubbed and rolled until she lost track of who was doing what and what was where was where. Um, Cass was hovering over the brink of unconsciousness when she heard Dr. L speaking from somewhere behind her. Hello, Miss Skelton. I hope you're enjoying your treatment, he said in his distinctively indistinctive voice. No, please, don't open your eyes. Instead, allow me to suggest some images for you. My patients feel it helps them to relax. Cass could feel him coming closer to her. It was excruciating, like an itch. She was aching to set up 
but she knew that she had to lie there if she didn't want him to suspect anything. <laughs> he began murmuring into Cass's ear. Think of the light of the midnight sun shining on your back. It's warm, bright, welcoming. Can you feel it? Good. Now imagine yourself floating slightly towards the light, like you're a speck of dust in a sunbeam. That's right, just <coughs> floating. Bless you. Softly floating. Cass told herself not to listen. The important thing was to stay alert, but there was something so lulling in the Dr. L's voice. His words slipped into her consciousness without a ripple as if they were her own thoughts. All those worries that you care with you, he continued, let them go. Let those fears about crimes and disasters and emergencies, they're drifting away until they're gone, gone. You don't need to prepare for anything here. We're taking care of everything for you. You're safe, perfectly safe. Let's repeat that, shall we? Safe, safe. Safe. Cass found herself unwittingly repeating the word safe. Safe, safe, safe. Good, good. Now I'm going to ask you a question that we ask all of our patients so I can better help them. I want you to answer honestly and truthfully. Can you do that? Cass murmured. Cass murmured her assent. Wonderful. The question is, why are you really here? Ah! Creepy. All right, let's see. I don't think we have time for another one right now, but you know what? It's time to get ready for school, and I hope you guys liked an extra couple of episodes today. Yeah, bye. Bye.